0: Hello and welcome back to Dial Age for Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch hand, co-host Calder Ness. This episode we're going to be talking about some WizKids rules erratas they made so that way some older figures will work more in line with the new rules. We'll also be talking about the War of the Realms set solicit and discuss a little bit of uh, Clix Cup preparations. This is episode 332 Howdy, howdy, let's get rowdy. So, if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional hero clicks. No, are you serious again? How many people even play this game? Like the hundred instant deadpan humor. Oh, how would how would six people, people think I am funny. It's Hard day's work, not that you know anything about that. Which, you
1: absolute you fools, are. it's not richer nonsense. I'm gonna make hero clicks like that forever. Oh, Hey, 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 Google, attack Let's attack
0: the because he's a jerk. Wow, wow, wow. Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me, like always in the studio, is the Dial H for Hero Clicks champion. The Billion Clicks Bruce. What's going on, Simeon? Goodness.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you know how WizKids did this whole let's bench some powers thing, Calder? Yep, no, I'm with you. I think that I might have made someone at WizKids angry because they sure benched my power (laughs) for a full four days last week. I know, ladies and gentlemen, you were like, oh, what happened to Simeon? Where's he at? What's going on? We had a a mini hurricane in Nebraska, which I thought that was the one thing we were safe from. And they were like, hurricane-level winds. And I was like, no, 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 no. We get the twisty straws in the sky, the the tornadoes, the, like, (whistles) eat some cows kind of things. We don't get hurricane-level winds, please. But uh, not only did we get that deratio last year, although... Uh, Iowa got hit a lot harder than we did. RIP Iowa. Uh, I think they're still no longer a state. We're down to 49. Uh, But not only that, we got 96 mile an hour winds. Calder. Oh, geez. I lost power for four days. I had to cut a tree out of my yard with my bare hands. I was just chopping, chopping, karate chopping. I couldn't even watch Mr. Miyagi. Because I had no power to do oh, the gosh. YouTubes,
0: goodness gracious! I had
1: to do it from memory. It was like Daniel, son, I need your help, and he, you know, I couldn't even, I couldn't even do it. See didn't have the memory. Yeah, I would have, ma- I would have been able to make <sighs> that, make that con- connection, but uh, uh, no power.
0: No, no power. Right? No, you've said, you've said no power quite a few
1: times. Did I? I yeah. I feel like I had to make coffee on my grill. Do you understand how how depraved that is? Turning on oh, your grill at seven a.m. <laughs> to make coffee.
0: I don't know. I don't have a caffeine addiction. I get plenty uh, of sleep. So I guess I wouldn't really understand. Um, yeah, interesting. Hmm. Well, Simeon, it's. I had to cook
1: leftover KFC on the grill as well. I, I, that doesn't sound bad, though.
0: No, it sounds like a better a better okay. way to make KFC than just in the microwave or even the oven. Um, so. I think I'll, I'll speak for uh, myself and listeners. I'm just glad to have you back. Chad was a fun guest and I had a fun time speaking to Chad about his team and everything. But it is good to have you back, Simeon. So obviously that did not make you happy this week. So let's get a little bit of a positive Simeon Bruce here for a second. And what did make you happy these, uh, these past few weeks, I guess, that you've been gone?
1: <laughs> so what made me happy? Uh, we did eventually get power back, which was it was great. It was a Tuesday, midway through work, I got the news, power was back, OPPD, which is our, our local power provider, uh, they yeah. they came and they cleared the trees off the line, which I was willing to do, but uh, apparently you can't shoot a fishing bow in city limits at power lines, that's actually a law, so what? I was going to shoot the, the log and like reel it in, but they were like, no, 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 that's illegal, and I was like... Not if they don't catch me, but uh, they were just standing right there. Anyhow, okay, I don't want to talk about losing power for too long, but uh, it was the dark ages for a while. Uh, No, what did make me happy? We did finally get power back on Tuesday, Wednesday evening. I took off and I went to go see some family that I just do not spend nearly enough time with um, just due to being an adult traveling is hard getting time to do things and see people is hard uh distance and you know all the things great excuses that i have very hard but it was great to see them. um had a tons of we just had tons of fun uh, we were we went tubing behind a boat that was really fun well, we, that's know, always good time yeah 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 the the kids they're they're my uh cousins um quite a bit younger than me, but hilarious children, um, which is, that's kind of, you know, that's not a common thing. I don't normally find children fun or amusing, so, you know, kudos to the, my nephews, or not, I don't want to call them nephews, they're cousins, they, so whenever I say cousins... But they probably call you Uncle Bruce, don't they? I, I'm closer to Uncle Age to them, which is the weird part, right. but yes, uh, my cousin, like, kudos to them for being... Interesting enough children that, like, it was actually fun to hang out because, uh, I will say, like, my, my co-workers' children are, they're awful, so, uh, and so are all of yours, listeners, uh, all your children, also awful, do not bring them near me, I do not want to see them, I will not, will not see them in, uh, the world's, I, I don't know, some Dr. Seuss say Oh,
0: you're trying to do it? You're, okay, yeah. I can tell you're trying to do a, a Dr. Seuss a thing. In a box but, with a fox, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't think of a way that no. it didn't sound really weird. Um, mm, but, yeah, we, weird. we saw some really cool stuff. We went to the Parthenon, and uh, we went to a bunch of, like, the downtown district, which is like the Las Vegas Strip, but to be fair, okay. I went to Las Vegas like February 2020 kind of dead. I went to the, the Broadway street, um, 2021, the opposite yeah. of dead, quite lively. Oh, good. Yes. And that's, that's what made me happy. I'm going to wrap it up. Okay. Because otherwise we'll have to wrap it back to power and how I, yeah, It's not. It. All right. We
0: get to stop right there. So, uh, this week, I had an awesome, awesome week this last week. I uh, basically, it was really just my Saturday. That was the huge highlight. Um, went to town. Uh, it was Go Fest this past weekend. Um, so that was fun playing Pokemon Go with uh, Lucas Van Holland, uh, his wife, and then uh, not a Heracles player, but another guy out there, Kyle. Uh, really just good walking around town, hanging out. There's also a mini SuperCon event going on. So. I uh, popped in there for a little bit, talked to some of my friends there. And then there was a wrestling show that night in Valley Springs. Uh, For those that have been sort of keeping up with it, I've sort of had inconsistent updates, but I have been doing the wrestling, the professional style wrestling training every about two days every week-ish when I can make it. And I was just wearing my normal duds, uh, my kind of my character thing. Uh, I was thinking because it's easy, because it's already what I am, and I can just kind of play it up and talk a little weird, you know, cowboy. So that's my character's Rawhide Sterling. And I shot a promo for it uh, a little while ago, and they did actually upload that to the Promotions YouTube channel, which is pretty neat of them to do. Uh, And then I just showed up to whatever, uh, not, you know, I didn't really bring a lot of my wrestling gear or a change of clothes. I was just wearing my boots, my pants, my, you know, my button down, all that stuff. And I, I, I thought I showed up just late enough to where they wouldn't give me a match on the card because I had not wrestled in person yet. Um, and sure enough, no, to, that was not what I thought was going to happen. Instead, I made my in-ring debut as Rawhide Sterling. Uh, I faced off against the mafioso uh, Joey Gambino. Yeah, uh, And uh, there was nothing on the line. There was obviously no, if I'm going to be a... Oh, you know, if it's pride. my debut, there's normally nothing Joey on the Gambino, line. If Joey
1: Gambino, if I know Joey Gambino, it's pride on the line. He it's... didn't move to South Dakota <laughs> to not uh, have pride matches.
0: Uh, actually, Joey Gambino is a uh, San Diego-born, uh, proud Nebraskan,
1: Simeon. So wow. that's uh, Yeah, He's uh, he actually and then, makes the drive and Then I hope here. he... I hope he delivered a pedigree DDT style Jeez. and just KO'd you right on the spot. No, I was I was really proud of this match. I wrestled
0: one, no, I wrestled two other matches in front of people. That was under a mask. Uh, I really gave myself a lot of anxiety when I was doing those matches, and I really rushed everything. And the guys were throwing way too many moves at me, and I was just like, I couldn't keep up. And those were rough matches. Uh, but this one, we really had the pacing down well. Um, you know. Threw in a couple of yeehaws. I, I was able to say, howdy, howdy, let's get rowdy. Felt pretty good. Um, sadly, uh, the speaker at the end of it kind of over, uh, I don't know what I said, overshadowed my happy trails when I eventually left the ring. Um, so, yeah, but it was a good match. I won't, I won't say who won or who lost. Uh, hopefully that will be uploaded to YouTube here in the next couple of weeks. Um, I did I did realize something, and that is to not probably wrestle in cowboy boots again, even though that is oh, the gimmick. Yeah. Um, because I've got some blisters, uh, Uh, no, they're not slippery. My, my, my boots have tread on them. They're work boots. They're not riding boots. Okay. So, but like everybody was like, yeah, you should never wear those in the ring again. I'm like, but why, (laughs) why, why not? I didn't fall. I didn't trip. It all went fine. I didn't go off any of the ropes. I imagine that would probably be a big no, no, uh, no, full of blood. (laughs) Yeah, I did Yeah. The blisters weren't great. Um, yeah, it was cool. It was fun. Sadly, here's one thing I will say. Uh, so for those of you around the Nebraska area that watched Magnum Pro Shows, and I know I've been talking quite a bit about this, but I, it meant a lot to me to finally have my debut match. Uh, we did a battle royale at the end of the show, which is just sort of like, Hey, all wrestlers to the ring, battle royale, whatever, it's just kind of a fun thing to do. Uh, wrestler Donny Peppercricket, that's D-O-N-N-Y-P-E-P-P-E-R-C-R-I-C-K-E-T, pepper Cricket. uh, Kind of his gimmick sort of looks like a uh, Ninja Turtle type font thing. Um, I was wearing my nice blue button shirt, right? I like this shirt a lot. Rolled up the sleeves, looked good. It's also a shirt that I use for my Ash Williams cosplay. Well, halfway through the battle royale, he grabs my chest or the shirt and he just rips it, and I see the buttons fly everywhere. Oh, no, and he like then he like he rips it and he pulls it down to try to get it off of me. Well, my sleeves are rolled up, you know, quarter of the way, and. I I'm like trapped on the ground after like eating a boot to the stomach and then Getting my shirt ripped off and I'm like I can't move my arms and like my shirt is just I I'm, I'm so I'm sitting in the middle of the ring trying to pull my shirt off my arms because it's sweaty We're wrestling outside and just wrestling makes you crazy sweaty and I'm just like ah I am so fragile right now, and you ruined my shirt you bastard, so Yeah, I now I now have to buy a new shirt uh, i confronted him later about it and i was like hey so how about a new shirt you know and he's like first of all that wasn't me because he was wearing a mask for the battle royale he was like that was the chicken <laughs> i'm like okay. okay then he's like second of all are you getting paid i'm like well no he's like well neither am i i'm like well that doesn't mean you can wreck my property donnie pepper cricket
1: but oh, uh anyway yeah the so. pepper cricket feud begins
0: <laughs> yeah quickly forget about the uh the joey gambino rawhide feud it is now the uh, <laughs> the Pepper Cricket Rawhide feud, but no. So yeah, I'll I'll make sure to upload some videos of that. Send if any listeners interested in that, they can message us or whatever, and we'll definitely put it on our Discord. But yeah, that's enough talk about wrestling. I know how controversial that subject can be for some people, so we shall skip it. We shall skip it. All right, Simeon. Hey, let's talk about the news. I mean, what if I told you that even though we've only got Marvel sets lined up for these next few months, what if I said we're going to get another Marvel set? How, how excited would you be about that?
1: Yet another Marvel set. You know... <sighs> if I didn't already know what the set was, I'd be like, eh. But I, I actually am. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing... At least seeing more of what's in the set before I make a decision. Because... Um, it's been a hot minute since we were overloaded with Asgardian goodness, and I do like me some Asgardians.
0: Sure. Uh, the set, of course, we're referring to is none other than Avengers: War of the Realms, coming soon. It's gonna have fast forces. It's gonna have a play-at-home kit, dice and token pack, and a normal brick. So there is no starter for this set. So War of the Realms. What is that? And it's just some sort of wacky story. I guess it's got some Asgard stuff going in. We got some people with some weapons. Let me go ahead and find the solicit here. Thor and the Avengers take on Malekith and other Asgardian threats. Based on the Realms shattering the War the Realms event, this Heroic set combines some of the coolest Thor stuff with the hottest gameplay of the year. So, you know, you're right, it has been about uh, four years since we had a Thor set, so I'm cool with that. This five-figure booster features fan-favorite characters that are already in Modern, like Thor, Captain America, Mary Jane, Gamora, Wasp, uh, not in Modern, but Angela Yandu, Nova, and of course, still in Modern, Black Widow, So cool, very neat. Avengers The War of the Realms has more characters with a rally that was first introduced in X-Men Rise and Fall, as well as a brand new mechanic like Recruiter. Mission points will make a triumphant Simeon, a triumphant return. And players will unlock all new ways to win. Uh, Shifting focus is back too, so players will get to play many versions of their favorite characters. I really hope this means we get a shifting focus Thor, and hopefully some more shifting focus uh, Captain Americas to add to the ones we already have. Uh, also, we get to find out new legacy cards. We had 16 commons, 14 uncommons, 14 rares with two primes, 12 super rares and two primes, and then eight chase figures. We get to see pictures of Thor holding out his hammer, like throwing it, but the cape is Using it to like not be on his hand So it's like this mid throw or mid comeback if you would the fast forces We're gonna get people representing mid card like Thor Black Widow Black Panther along with Loki enchantress and the Executioner representing Asgard. I'm very cool with that. I like to see a new Executioner I think that'll be fun uh, Also really quick. It says Melkith wages war across the ten realms. Did, did I miss something when we added a another, oh, yeah, another yeah. realm we added a realm do you know anything
1: about <laughs> No, I, I honestly do not. There's, there's ten. Um, uh, let's Simeon, name them. We've got Midgard, Asgard, Midgard. Yep. Baseguard, Nilfgaard, which is where the elves No, are from. It's, it's like,
0: okay, we got like Jotunheim I, I is one yeah. of them. Uh, and Simeon, what <laughs> figures are we seeing so far? What, what are some figure previews and reveals that we get to see
1: some sculpts for? Yeah, so some of the 3D sculpts that we've got... We've got, so this is very reminiscent of the 2017 uh, Thor set. What was it? Uh, Not Hammer of Thor. The Mighty Thor. That's what it was called. Uh, So we've got a Spidey, which looks to be classic Peter Parker, but he's got a weird little horned helmet, a shield, and a sword, which is not typical for Spidey, so it'll be interesting. It'll be like Leap, Climb, Blades, Super Senses. Never see that combo. It'll be very cool. Uh, we get a Jane Foster. Um new sculpt. Pretty interesting. It's not it's not a bad sculpt. Depending on how the actual quality ends up, it looks really cool. The digital rendering looks like it has a lot of detail. We get a Matt Murdock Daredevil holding a big ol' sword, which is, you know, not his usual weapon of choice. Um, we no, get a shot normally. G uh just making a pose they didn't give him a weapon because his his hands are the weapons i guess right um, what i'm assuming is almost absolutely a super rare is a thanos with what looks like the world's worst hammer covered in infinity gems though so it's you know the infinity hammer or something uh i have heard that this is a very cool one page (laughs) reveal or something (laughs) along those lines. I don't think it's like an actual uh, big time character, but he like appears in like some sort of situation. And then the only thing that I can say about this last figure that we see is it's got to be like Odin in some sort of Iron Man armor because he's got a very uh, like the iron doom kind of look Mm -hmm. of flight where he's got like jet boots coming out, except it's pink And then he's got some Iron Man armor kind of looking stuff, except they've, instead of like the single chest light, he's got like the Thor plates on like the two uh, top shoulder areas that are like glowing pink, and he's doing like a repulsor blast. I'm assuming it's Odin because the helmet is a giant gold helmet with horns and only a single eye slot. It could be someone else that only has one eye but Odin is definitely the most famous that I'm aware of, um, at least when it comes to Asgardians. Right. Well,
0: I did not read War of the Realms. Did you read it, Simeon?
1: Not yet. I'll probably pick it up. Um, I'll probably have it finished before uh, Empire even gets previewed. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> because who knows when that'll happen. Uh, <laughs> That's true. But uh, yeah. It looks interesting. It kind of looks like another Fear itself kind of style thing, where they're outfitting Avengers with Asgardian warfare stuff, um, similar to like how Cap had like a special shield. Spider-Man's got a shield and sword, oh um, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Um, Matt Murdock with like a big old sword is kind of cool, even though it doesn't quite make sense for the character. I'm I'm willing to give it a shot. We'll see. Yeah, I um,
0: get, recruiter to me is the only interesting, really interesting thing uh, that stands out to me about this set is that we're going to get recruiter and then more mission points, more mission points. Of course, I like I like winning off mission points. I honestly have tried to build teams where I don't have to actually fight my opponent. Um, the first time I built a team sort of like this was with mercenaries from the Deadpool set. So when mercenary died. Uh, you would score it. So this is how this is how mercenary read. Just so we can see it. When mercenary would be KO'd by an attack, not an opposing attack, just by an attack, the attacker's controller, the attacker's controller, right, rolls a d6 on a four through six. Mercenary is instead added to that player's force on a click three, and that player scores thirty five points. Um, it's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. So basically, the whole point of like a team I built with like these mercenaries was to just try to kill them a whole bunch. Um, but sadly, that meant I had to play like Titano at a hundred something points, which really mm, sucked. And I yeah. mean, I could only kill the elite so Titanos. many mercenaries. Yeah. So at the time, it, it didn't make sense. It just didn't make sense. But now, and, and the goal was to basically, because uh, you get to keep killing them and bringing them back on click three, right? So if you get lucky, was to have like four or so mercenaries or something like that just keep killing them, barriering up and then get to the 400 points where the the game is instantly over was like the goal. Um, And you really can't do that. You really just it just never worked for me. And I wanted to try. So I'm glad that we're getting more mission points. I think we we have some strong, strong bases for mystery, uh, mystery points, mission points right now. I think Empire, if it's done right, we can really push mystery points
1: over, honestly. And then recruiter to me at this point, they are mystery points. Because we yeah, don't know really. what figures they're gonna have, so true. Who knows?
0: I mean, fair enough. Yeah, like so. Yeah, it, it's cool. And with uh, with recruiter, it's. I hope. I hope it's more than just give this character a keyword. If this
1: character, you know, right. like that's yeah, that it's seems to like, like the worst way Steve to do Rogers, it. But... Uh, from uh, right the Captain America set, where it's just a fifty point or less character gets like the Avengers keyword. Um, it would be cool if it had something slightly different than that. If it's like a keyword, I don't. Know, I would be okay with it if it was based on keywords, as long as it's not just a keyword cheat mechanic, because yeah. that kind of, I don't know. It just kind of lessens it if a ton of people in the set do it. Um, like Spider-Man Venom Absolute Carnage, the, all the chases did it, but that was still a very small percentage of the set. Hopefully, if her is as big and as um, as spread throughout the set as the House of X uh, rally is, then I expect it to be quite a common trait, uh, and it would be bad if such a common trait was used for such brutality as keyword cheating. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would that'd be really rough. I do like the, at... the double-sided maps that are going to be coming out. That are going to remake some Hero Clicks history maps. So it's going to be some remakes, hopefully like Jotunheim Lake that does the double knockback. Even though knockback doesn't deal damage, it's still really fun to knock people back double. Um, I don't know. The Rainbow Bridge was a cool map. There's a couple like really I did cool like that As Guardian maps. Um, and then to go along with that, I'm just so glad. That with legacy cards, we will finally see Surter back in modern. Oh,
0: gosh, don't say that. Please don't will that to existence, bro. It's disgusting. I
1: can't wait. I'm just. I Especially would since be okay. he hasn't received an errata. I can't wait to walk uh, my Surter a full, like, speed unless... across the map and then free activate his retaliation and deal a pen damage to everyone within his radius. I just can't if, wait. Uh, dude. I think if they change how he works fundamentally, so it's like
0: we can get meta characters as ID cards, but they're just going to be hopefully completely different, like Cyclops, right? So instead, I don't have to feel disgusting that I have to play against that gross Cyclops ever again, you know? Which is nice. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, just Surtur just isn't made again because he is a rarer, <laughs> more more rare Colossal oh, yeah. than the Sentinels are. So hopefully, he's quite a bit rarer than. That.
1: A lot of the chases from Thor, because
0: yeah, uh, oh yeah, just because the way the it's set was more, more
1: sought after, uh, sought, after. <laughs> sought after, essentially sought after. It was essentially one of those colossals per brick. So yeah, and there was I think eight eight different colossals. So it was like a one in eight chance.
0: I don't like it. I just don't like it. That's rough. All right, guys. Well, that is going to be the... I almost said X-Men Rise and Fall. Goodness gracious. It's going to be the Avengers War of the Realms set. Let us know if you're excited for it in either the comments of a YouTube video or, you know, message the podcast and whatever. Next up, WizKids finally made a bunch of erratas. Uh, Sadly, they waited until after July 1st because I think they're lazy, in my opinion. Um... And it really sucks, and here's why: it means we didn't get Aratas for characters from like Earth X or
1: oh, you mean any the characters of those sets. for their new style of <sighs> gameplay called Silver Age. Oh, right, exactly. So it would be nice to have gotten Aratas
0: for those characters, but this is this is what we have instead. So uh, see, yeah, it's just a little rough. Anyways. There, there are a ton of erratas, guys. They go through all the WizKids exclusives that need erratas. There's like a couple figures. There's a handful of figures from every set in Modern. Rebirth, Black Panther and Illuminati, Rege- Regenesis, Star Trek, X-Men Animated, Captain America, Justice some League. These, every, basically, yeah. every set has some, some of form of errata just to go with the new rules.
1: Yeah. Some are are as simple as instead of capital-protected outwit or whatever, they are capital-protected xyz they now have safeguard xyz Um, right they're essentially the same things those erratas did not change the figure like how they worked previously it just made them work under the new rules better or like made it actually make sense under the new rules um and then there's there's some characters that you know one of like the Ongoing questions just because you have to get real pedantic if you want to be competitive in this game. You have to you have to be pedantic to the point where you can stall the clock for 40 minutes. So uh, WizKids has to try and take that power away from pedantic people. So when a power says something like free, this character can use incapacitate. What that previously meant was or like this character can use incapacitate as free what that previously meant was that you could use an incapacitate attack and give an opposing character an action token and so mm. under this new wording it does the same essentially you can you can make a close attack or ranged attack but you have to give the action token you have to choose the incapacitate method um so some of the Some of the fixes are just that simple where it's just the exact way the character was meant to work previously and they still work that way. Uh, Some characters actually changed.
0: So as far as characters that actually change and uh, really quick before we get into that, I will say very sad for the Prime Falcon who used to have close combat expert, but as close. Now his special damage power is just close combat expert, which means he is just worse for his points Flat out nowadays. Very cool. Thank you for doing my boy Falcon like that. That really sucks. Yeah. Um. But to me, probably the biggest change and the one that everybody has been ruling incorrectly for the past couple of months has been Jason Wingard. Jason Wingard now just gets to uh, keep using it as free, right? And then he gets to keep doing it. So instead right. of the whole normal free action thing, where it's like I oh, can only use one free action once per turn for the character, uh, instead Jason just gets to keep on trucking, which is awesome. So, very very happy about all of that and the changes to Jason. Yeah. Um, I'm glad to see that everybody ruled it wrong, including characters like Joe Pangrazio <laughs> and several other people that ruled it just completely <laughs> to wrong. To be
1: fair, uh, they, Yo, they ruled it. I will not as be fair. Accurately as I will they be could biased with the given be knowledge. No, uh, they can't do my boy Jason like that. I like retroactively, him. though. They are
0: they completely are
1: wrong. Wrong. Yes. Say yes. Thank you. Um, Thank you. That's yes. what I want to hear. Echo chamber. Yeah, there it was. All right, finally. Yeah. So the main wording on Jason is because uh, he has the chain reaction mind control. It says if he continues to hit with mind control, he may use mind control as free an additional time. And that does not mean a- an additional one time. It says if he continues to hit. So if he continues to hit and you hit, he may use mind control as free in additional time. And then if you continue to hit, you may use mind control free in additional time. And so, yeah, it's circumventing the normal once or like one per turn free action uh, with these wordings. So there are a, a very select few characters that got that kind of treatment. Um, what uh,
0: what changes are you looking at? It kind of neat here, Simeon.
1: So, I'm I'm not going to say this one's neat, but this one is worth noting. Uh, The XDPS Sentinel, the plain old Sentinel, had the knockout gas. This was the incapacitate dial, because they had multiple dials. And it reads, Incapacitate, when Sentinel makes a close attack, it may instead target all opposing characters within three squares in line of fire, regardless of adjacency, but must use incapacitate to give action tokens. So... Mm. This was another because incapacitate was not like a power action to activate; it was just an inherent power that can happen that you have access to. Uh, they had to word this now in a way where you must use incapacitate to use to give action tokens, so you're not uh, attacking all opposing characters within three squares and then oh, trying to roll sure. out damage or something silly like that.
0: Good. Um, Some of these uh, that I kind of thought were neat uh, were the ability to push without pushing for certain characters that have activation clicks. So Immortal Hulk now has a trait, which is you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. If he's on click one and is given an action token, after resolutions you may deal him one unavoidable damage, which is just a very simple way to activate Immortal Hulk here. As well as Robbie Reed has the same trait, because Robbie Reed, I guess, has an activation click where you can... uh, so this is like this is better than pushing right because it only has to do one token to uh, to pull it off way better
1: with like a move action because it says also that on click one and is given an action token so that could be an action token given from attacking moving anything anything that gives an action token tk whatever
0: so yeah robbie reed having it as well is really sweet i like that uh Someone mentioned that in uh, one of the groups I'm like, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's time for the, the Dial H era has began. So I'm pretty excited, pretty <laughs> stoked, stoked about that, which is very nice. Um, what else is cool? Oh, yeah, so Obscuring Terrain they got rid of as well. So characters that worked off Obscuring Terrain, like Noel, uh, this is one thing I will say, Joe Pangrazio, uh, actually got correct. And that was um, how they were going to rule it and how he ruled it for the Clicks Cup. So... Instead, it's just normal smoke cloud and then can teleport within four squares. This is all for Null, by the way. His, um, what is it called? Something Kinesis. always uh.
1: Umbra Kinesis. Which is umbra like Kinesis. Dark, yes. Dark Kinesis. I don't know what sure. Kinesis means.
0: Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's controlling powers. It was just like, it's normal smoke cloud is free. And then he can be placed within a hindering square within four squares. And then the Absorbing Man from Captain America that also worked off of obscuring terrain. Now, I guess when he occupies clear terrain, he can uh, use super senses and modify speed plus two. So no matter what map, he will at least always be able to do that, which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Because the way uh, Absorbing Man works, he can pick like one of the terrain types and then it doesn't change until he picks again. So yeah, he can automatically at the beginning have that, which I mean, there was a few maps where that would have worked previously, but now it's literally every map. There's not a single map where he could be on where he, the starting area is like completely hindering or something. Right. Um, And then uh, we do have some changes that would have been. So what Calder said earlier, this would have been great had they done this post rotation because we've got the prime high evolutionary from the fantastic Four future foundation set Mm, who has the creator of the animen. If high evolutionary is on an animal theme team. So this was previously, uh, animal theme teams were not named theme teams and he would create a named theme team for animal granting you theme team bonus probs. Um, Since that changed, and now generic keywords also grant theme team probs, he instead, his trait, the creator of the Animan, allows your maximum number of theme team probability control uses this game to be 6 instead of 3. We never got this change for quite an important character in my mind. Captain Venom. Uh, So he's just left somewhere in the dust. And to be fair... A character that I think will definitely be used in Silver Age going forward. Oh, totally. Uh, Monster is not going away as a keyword anytime soon. It would be great. And if you were a good and knowledgeable judge, you would see a trait like this and just apply it to all that fit the same wording. Uh, So Venom Captain America would fit in there. But still, how how hard would it have been?
0: What really hurts is that they mention it during their first article when they yes. first changed theme Before. teams.
1: Right. And and then it's it like, ah, oh, well, it's rotated now,
0: so uh, who who cares? And it's like, oh, well, uh, I see how it is. I, I honestly feel like they waited until after July 1st to fix everything just so that they didn't have to worry. But, but then they also made Silver Age, right? So they should try to fix that as well. Who knows? It seems like a really big blunder on whiz part unless they're just like hey look guys we're going to do everything for silver age here in a little bit because there's obviously more than just what rotated for silver age so if we give them the benefit of the doubt which you know they can be pretty to every once in a while um hopefully they just say here's all the modern age changes okay you see them cool now we're going to start working on all the silver age changes, which will obviously be a more massive overhaul because that goes back you know, to 2016. It's five years of changes. They well, not really five, but about four years of changes they have to make. Yeah, more like three. Anyways, whatever. So those are the erratas. Those are kind of like the big ones. Some are just things like how leap climb works when you're doing a move action, right? Uh, or... Like what Simeon said with incapacitate yeah. and stuff a like that. So there's are, not a lot of crazy ones.
1: If you were playing these characters pre-2021 rules change, they should work almost the same as they did. Um, TK is another one where... So TK is like, there's no longer telekinesis attacks. You can't attack, use like picking up an object and throwing it to attack somebody. Uh, so what they're doing is um, granting you... With some of these uh, Rattas, they're granting you essentially a light object that you are now holding and you can use the throw, the object throw attack, which is similar to a TK attack, but yeah, that's pretty much it. If you want to check through all of them, they're up on the WizKids forums, the rules forums, and a lot of them, like I said, if you are already playing the character, they will still play the same. Uh, If, like, a power granted someone a free close combat expert attack, they could use CCE, but they didn't have access to close combat expert previously, like, anywhere on their dial, it'll still be only applicable for that one free attack, or whatever the example is that they get it for free. Uh, There's a lot of little stuff like that, and there's honestly too much that is pretty inherent if you just... Understand the, how they wanted it to work, I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be pretty much it for news. Uh, really quick for ClixCup Cup talk. This is just more of a quick update for what's going on. I'm going to be leaving at an awesome 6 a.m. Uh, out of the airport here, so that's waking up roughly, you know, four-ish, getting ready, getting to the airport by five-ish, and then uh, and then going on. So we're going to leave for the Clicks Cup. I'm going to do my best to try to record what I can during the Clicks Club. Maybe a travel blog type thing. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, So, yeah, there's going to be that. And then we are also going to, I don't want to say it. World. See what I can do for my teams. Yeah, we're going to go to Disney World. No. <laughs> okay. We're not going to Disney World. <laughs> we're not going to Disney World. Sorry. Uh but yeah, I'm just gonna try to keep up with the Clicks Cup and everything. Uh hopefully we can make some pretty funny content. Uh for those worried about the YouTube or whatever might be happening, uh, I'm going to upload some videos this week and I'm gonna schedule them for upload on quite a few of the days, hopefully. So now that Simeon's got his power back up, I'm going to force him to uh, edit some videos for well, now. I'm just messing with you. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good time. So don't worry about the Clix Cup. And then, of course, next week we'll have Simeon do an episode with a guest or something. And then uh, ben after that, I'll, I'll be back and hopefully get to keep you guys updated with things on, like, the Facebook and then on Twitter for when, uh, whatever, tournaments and stuff are happening. Basically, that should be how the Clix Cup is going to go. But I don't know with how tired I might be, to be honest with you. So we'll see, guys. We shall see. But that is basically the close Cup update. Uh, for those that might be interested in what I'm going to be running, uh, I'm leaning towards a Livaria Cosmic Future theme team, very similar to what Chad Birdsall had. And then that'd be my modern team. If I can get the pieces borrowed here, we'll see. And then for Silver Age, my plan is to run a uh, mission points Aries-style team, um, and yeah, just want to see how that runs, and people are like, oh, dude, don't say that before you go to the event, and I'm like, yeah, it's it's no big deal to me. They, they can know what I'm playing. It's it's fine. I don't think it's uh, too big of a deal at all, so yeah, those, those are the plans for the teams. Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to record any games. I definitely won't have my, uh, what's it called, my tripod and everything with me, because I'm going to be flying, so I won't be able to take it with me. Um, so if I do record any games, it'll be the worst quality ever. And I might not even do that just because I don't want to waste a lot of my phone space on games versus uh, content for a, um, what's it called? Travel vlog style video. So we'll see what we can do, guys. Uh, hopefully it would just be uh, fun content for everybody. So, yeah, that'll be it. Uh, we do have some listener questions uh, that we can get into.
1: There are dozens of us. Dozens!
0: Wowee. Uh, so let's just go ahead. Jump into some Malcolm questions. He is talking about the Thursday Throwdown games. Uh, He says, which era of HeroClix was the most fun to do or most surprising and why? Malcolm, giving me flashbacks to when I was a small boy in school asking my and why. I do not feel the need to explain my answer. Um, But I think think the most fun era, even though it was like sadly on... Whatever, roll twenty. I do think the most fun era was carded, but not Oreo base. I think that was the most fun that I had. Yeah, with uh, Thursday Throwdown.
1: I want to say the like indie heavy era because playing like BPRD um, stuff like that. uh, Yeah, like that kind of stuff was crazy fun. Um, There's just so much stuff that. I've never physically owned, and honestly, I probably never will because it's just, you know, doing doing the Thursday throwdowns with Calder was like a really fun little kind of experiment that we kind of threw together and we did. And I, it made me realize, like, you know, these sets are still extremely fun. Like, if you were new to Heroclix and you and a buddy just bought Hyper Time and Infinity Challenge and that was it, you would still be able to have tons of fun, even with the new rules. Mm-hmm. Like it wouldn't really matter. Um, the age system is great because if you if you keep everything in the same age, you don't have to worry about power creep. And yeah, there's we just had a, a lot of fun. But yeah, I'm gonna agree. Um, carded, but not Oreo Dial was a very yeah. wild, interesting time. <clears throat>
0: and I do realize that probably only about 200 of you guys have watched our Thursday Throwdown Games on YouTube. Basically, what we did, just to give some context here, was we took two sets that were the most close to each other, so when it was Infinity Challenge, we went against Hyper Time, and then so on and so forth, right, for full sets. We made them fight against each other. And by figuring out what we would play, we would have people like you guys, uh, listeners and viewers of the show, to write us in the comments section what figures you wanted to be on our teams. Obviously some things got more votes than others, that's how it works, and that's what we ended up playing. Then we would play out a game, and then about halfway through for me, about a little a little less than a quarter of the way in for Simeon, uh, we started doing uh, cosplays for the thumbnails where we would, it's kind of like those closet cosplays, where it's just really junky, throw-together garbage to look sort of closely to the character and whatever color they are. And we just had a lot of fun with that. Um, Next up was, which sets, uh, best or worst, showcased or represented the different eras and why? I think the best set that represented Oreo dials with not the card on the back was the War of Light versus Deadpool game. Oh yeah yeah. I I think I think that was pretty good. Um That's honestly disagree
1: with because yeah that's for
0: two very the, good,
1: very solid oh, sets.
0: There's there's two games that come to mind for uh cards with no Oreo dials, and that is the Avengers is Justice League, which is very fitting, I think, for that era. And then uh what was it called? What was the one with Doctor Octopus? So That's Secret Invasion versus something else, and I can't remember what was played. But I think those were also two very good Secret games. Secret Invasion and
1: Collateral Damage <clears throat> Or would that um, no,
0: no. No, collateral damage didn't have cards.
1: Secret invasion would have been either crisis uh, or oh, it was
0: against arkham asylum
1: arkham asylum Because
0: okay. crisis went against mutations and monsters yeah i think i think either invasion and uh secret invasion or arkham asylum versus secret invasion or whatever was probably like some of the best ones right also
1: there. uh when like that's some of the earlier sets when the rev system was no longer a thing um Oh, yeah. I think it only I, ended. I would a few
0: say years earlier. The f- the best game that was, that represented the um no card era would have been the indie set versus whatever the indie set went against. As I yep. thought, especially to Rasputin and the way he played, I think you really got to see just like, oh, wow, this character just has surprisingly. Lots of good. range. Yes. Yeah, or surprisingly whatever. Surprisingly good. Good power setup. Bite. You know, like,
1: yeah. Not a lot else going on. Yeah, um, as far as
0: cards with dials on the back, I think um, I think the Joker's Wild versus whatever it went against was good. Joker's with like Arkham, Wild. I think it was a Joker's Wild versus uh, Spider-Man, Spider-foes, Spider-Man. I think that those was good. Those would one. have been the first two.
1: Yeah, those would have been the first two with dials on the back. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I think that was I think that was good. Superior Foes and Joker's Wild. Uh, Superior Foes was less of a Spider-Man set um, than you would think. Like everyone in the set has a tie to Spider-Man, but the the villains like really, which I mean, it is called Superior Foes, so kudos on naming it after what you actually ended up putting in the set. But the villains make such a great like presence in the set. Chameleon. Devil it Diana. was awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Craven, Frogman. I mean, I guess Frogman's not a villain. He might as well. Be. Sort of. He was. Like, they treated. Yeah, he him was like, for well. a while. Yeah. Uh, dang.
0: <laughs> They're really vilifying my <laughs> homie Frogman. Really, just
1: <laughs> buried Frogman they deeper than. Oh Craven, yeah. That's for sure. Knockback.
0: They absolutely did. Um. All right. So each of us had to face off per set. Which of those sets that you played against that you wish you could have played instead? So like when Simeon had whatever set, do I wish I had it instead? Um, yeah, I think there was, uh, cause he had Captain America and I had Giant Size X-Men. That was the biggest one where I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I own every figure from the Captain America set and I did not get to play it. It It was crippling, it hurt, cut deep, it cut real deep. So that was the biggest one for me that I wish I could have played. uh, Yeah, totally. wish I could have played Cap instead of giant size.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, I want to say. Were you playing? Wolverine in the X-Men versus Teen Titans, and I had to play Teen Titans. Oh, yes, that was was, also yikes, dude. To be fair, nobody in the history of Heroclix, nobody's like my favorite set of all time is Teen Titans. Rebirth is a better Teen Titans set than Teen Titans is. Um, it's true. The, the Wonder, Wonder Woman Gravity Feet is, <laughs> is a better Teen Titans <laughs> set than Teen Titans. Yeah. Yes. The one redeeming thing about Teen Titans is that it's our uh, our most recent Gen 13 teams, or characters and figures. But, yeah, uh, I literally dressed up as a bag of trash... For the Teen Titans set, and that was a game where not only did we play it through, but we played it through twice because yes, we did. We lost like the video, and like it wasn't until the very end that we realized. And the worst part was like I lost handily, and then knowing what Calder was gonna do, I still could not (laughs) capitalize or do anything differently. So the video that you see of Teen Titans versus Wolverine and the X Men is not the same video that we originally filmed, but it's essentially everything happens about the same. Like, I still just yeah. could not... Like, Bunker was my... <sighs> he, was he was good, you know. Man. He was the Holy the, the best figure I had on the team, and he still could not make a difference, even knowing Calder's strategy ahead of time. It was just bad. It was all bad. Yeah, no, Plus, for sure. you didn't even get a single one of the Phoenix Five, and that was... That was so weird, right? Because when when there's a fun Definitely chase the theme in a set, stuff. sometimes you
0: would think that like people would vote for that fun chase theme. I think that was one of the most interesting things about Thursday Throwdown was seeing what people voted for for what they remembered and what they liked about the set. Um, and of course, this is like just the most um, what's it called? Vocal few people that are voting in these, so it is a little strange. But man, it's uh, it it is oh, yeah. weird seeing like, like man, really you didn't vote for pick. that piece
1: the most played pieces from Wolverine and the X-Men. Um, Calder didn't play hardly any of them. So it would have been Great Lakes Avengers and then like X-Factor because there's two, sure. there's a gravity feed and a main set multiple man. And those are still some of my favorite multiple man figures that they've made.
0: Um, next up here is which games uh, were the most fun? surprising or just the weirdest ah oh, man um that, that's a little tough it's a little yeah. tough we did we did not try to pre-answer these at all so we're trying to just go off the cuff i think the weirdest game was whichever one was assassin's creed versus gears of war that just was weird oh. it just felt weird it felt odd and Definitely, strange yeah yeah How the weird indie
1: sets clashed yeah, the same indie set with just, uh, ugh, wacky. Street Fighter versus BioShock was also. Oh yeah, it was like a set with zero range versus a set that like you know had some range. So it was like no matter what Calder got voted for, uh, because he was playing Street Fighter, it didn't really matter because I could outrange the zero range. Yeah. Um,
0: Street Fighter definitely needed the WWE team ability instead of what they had, yeah. and then they would have actually like been playable. Yeah, Wizkids has you know.
1: definitely made it a lot better. The indie, oh for sure, the indie team abilities since WWE have been a lot better. Uh, and how many have we had since then? Oh yes, just WWEs. We're very good. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, at least Wave One, not sold on Wave Two yet.
0: Um, that would definitely be the weirdest. I don't know about surprising. Um, that's pretty tough, honestly, because it's been a very far removed from these games. I think the most surprising one was I definitely thought I was gonna sweep a victory with Earth X. I thought I definitely thought I had that one like super in the bag, and that was surprising. That is like, oh no, Batman the Animated Series yeah. came through. Same. That with was uh, that was
1: wild. Age of Ultron versus Nick Fury Agents of Shield. When Nick Fury Agents of Shield came out, this was like. I was beginning my hiatus of play and this was at the very, not the very beginning of my career, but like at this point I still had never broken into competitive. So my opinion of Nick Fury, it was like very shrouded in like casual stuff where I was just like, everything's under like 50 points. What a garbage set. And so I still had that kind of notion. And then the game was just so very one-sided and I think it's, like predominantly because Dr. Demonicus makes four extremely powerful bystanders, oh, and yeah. uh it was just kind of nutso um let's see uh, one that was really surprising other than that man uh. Who I can't remember who won the uh, Incredible Hulk versus Superman set. Um, I did. That it was, was like that the, was a very one of the one.
0: closer games. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I thought Superman because again, like retroactively, like in my brain, I just remember Incredible Hulk set being kind of mediocre dials. Right. Yeah especially in like light of like the new style yeah i just um, so, yeah, had I thought i was just gonna like
0: whatever thunderbolt uh, ross and then he turned into red hulk and that's like all who i had left but he had flurry on his last click or whatever mm-hmm. i was like wow mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. and then let's see we know that both you guys started much later in hero clicks and was not around when they first started yep uh, by playing these thursday throwdown games what did you learn about hero clicks uh, I think kind of what Simeon said earlier, I think it was like fun at every time, you know, honestly yeah. Like I think it was just like a fun game throughout its entirety of its life Like the core set is there and obviously we played it with current rules and not old rules when we did those older sets but still it's like you can get enjoyment out of uh, Each era of hero clicks and I, I heavily I heavily liked that.
1: Yeah, and the way we built these teams. We never built like The the most competitive stuff that we could we never built like to win it was mostly based on votes, and then occasionally we would fill out a few points on our own. And yeah. so, yeah, we ended up with some really, like, fun, wacky teams that had, in some like some circumstances, they had a lot of synergy. And then sometimes there was, like, zero synergy. Yeah, you can sometimes to tell there's that nothing the there. Uh, yeah, in some of the videos, you can just be like, oh, yeah, like, one team has a lot of good figures, and the other team is just, like... It's there, <laughs> there's stuff going on um but yeah I yeah, like I said earlier, I just think uh if you if you were to take like any of these sets that we did and you have figures from those sets and you have a buddy to play with, I think you'd have fun with just you know infinity war versus hypertime uh justice League versus indie uh legacy versus. Fantastic Forces, you know, like, whatever you, like, choose, no matter how old, if it's all in the same kind of era, I think you're fine, and I think it's cool.
0: Um, next up is, how did the game of hero clicks change over time? I mean, how how didn't it change, yeah. right? So,
1: New powers. When, we, when we
0: start off, it's just very simple. They added more colors of powers, they added special powers, which greatly lets you understand characters' intricate abilities way more. You know, maps got different, maps got things. They eventually did relics, and like, ah, oh, no, relics ain't good, resources aren't, this isn't quite right. Um, then they did, you know, ID cards and all sorts of crazy stuff, you know, with equipment now, and then shared traits, which is probably the best change to Hero Clicks, honestly. Um, so yeah, dude, like, how, how did it not change? It went from being a very simple game to being a, a very good one, which yeah. isn't isn't bad. And yeah. I will
1: say... um, also like something that has definitely gone away in the newer sets is the very first hero click set the first uh, very first couple hero click set your character with very few exceptions never got better as it went down dial and almost always the last click was just complete like trash like your opponent yeah, did not bare... need to KO you they could just hit you to your second la- to last or last click. And it was just as good as dead. Like, uh, let's see. Veteran Annihilus on the 8th and ninth click. 4 speed, 4 attack, 10 defense, 1 damage. For 129 points. Like, it's just... It's something you do not see in clicks anymore. Because if that was... Uh, A modern figure ever hit those kind of stats, you just wouldn't play it. You know, if my down dial on like an in a new set, my character went below like 16 defense, I would just be like, nope, not going on the team unless it's, you know, some small support piece thing. Uh, So, yeah. That's something that like is very different than you know they you could tell that like characters were taking damage. Annihilus is beat down and he's he's very wounded on these clicks, and you can just tell from his stats uh whereas nowadays you have a a more static like the powers might change, but the values are fairly static in the same kind of realm at least uh down dial than they used to be,
0: yeah. Because of your Thursday Throwdown games that deal with hero clicks that you don't own, which of those that you didn't own before that you played in Thursday Throwdown game that you bought already or are going to buy? Hmm. That's an interesting question. I don't think, I don't really think any of these games necessarily sold me on a figure, you know? I think if I played it, I was like, ah, well, it was good at the time and it, it helped me win the game, sure. But I don't think I ever like went out of my way and bought. It. I can't remember buying a figure, no. like because I played it on here. Honestly, um, there was that might not be the answer you want, Malcolm, but <laughs> yeah. that is kind of true.
1: So like again, if like this is what you're planning on doing, if you already have these sets, it's a very great way to like have fun. Um, if you don't already have them, you might as well buy newer ones instead. But that being said, yeah. like I did. F- I was surprised and uh, actually picked up some uh, around, like, the Armor Wars to, I want to say, like, Supernova. I was surprised with how good, like, the sculpts were. There's some, like, crazy interesting sculpts that we just have not have had since then. And I was surprised with, like, how cool some of them were. And they're just extremely cheap. Extremely cheap. So, uh, with that, if you just want to make, like, a little display, um, there's tons of, like, really cheap, older sculpts that they really put a lot of effort into. Uh, collateral Damage, the uh, Leonard Snart, or Captain Cold, uh, whichever, um, tons of detail into that. And, like, especially compared to, like, the newer ones, the that old Collateral Damage one, he's got, like, a huge ice wall that he's, like, leaning against, he's got his gun out, like, it actually looks like an action pose as opposed to the, you know, flash set where he's just, like, standing there.
0: Yeah, that's fair. You know, especially with someone who you could totally showcase their power. Like Captain Cold, either, like, shooting his gun or when he has, like, ice powers or whatever. You can showcase that. And then to just be like, it's me. I have the Cold gun. I stand. It's a little boring. Uh, all right. Last question, which games do you wish you could do over? I don't know. I think I think all the games are fun. I think they're all good.
1: Yeah. Um, I think we did enough I, over Yeah. Yeah, yikes! Yeah. at least honestly, once or twice.
0: When, I, well, I yeah, we know, do, we did twice. two games over. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, we were mentally shot when we one game we like we did it over and we're like, We're not doing it. We're just explaining what happened. We're not playing this freaking game again is like one of them. And the other one, which is the X Men versus Teen Titans, we actually did over. So there's none of these games that I would do over. Were there games where I was like, oh man, I made a mistake. I definitely could have played that better or whatever. Sure, there was, but I would never want to play them again. It's not that we didn't have fun during it. It's just the games took a long time. And yeah, we, just, we were just burnt normally by the end of them. So yeah. yeah. And
1: plus, I mean, when you have so many, fi- when you're reaching the golden age, you have so many figures to choose from, it doesn't make sense to use the exact same team. So um, yeah. Had we like opened voting again and been like, oh yeah, like, pick a new set of figures from each of these sets that might have been different. But, um, to be honest, we were usually like scraping the barrel when it came to votes sometimes. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think there's any that I would prefer to redo.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, none of them. Nope. Don't ever redo any. I'm good. Uh, next up is we're talking about the thumbnails and all the cosplays we did. So, What was your best worst favorite thumbnail for Thursday Throwdown Games? I think the best thumbnail we did was the Age of Ultron versus, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Age of Ultron versus Nick Fury, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think we were both, uh, very on top of the cosplay game right there. I would say, now I kind of need to look at all of them. I think our worst, uh, our worst was Mage Knight Resurrection versus The Hobbit. Those were pretty, that was bad. I, I liked Simeon doing his almost clear Simeon, um, but I was, like, wearing a <laughs> pair of black shorts over yeah. my head, and uh, it was just, it was, like, not great. We were not, it wasn't one of our more creative ones. It was a little rough. And then favorite? Um, oh, gosh, dude. My, my favorite for, like, how we both looked, uh, Avengers Infinity versus Xavier School. Thought it was funny. That that might be one of my favorites. That was good. Um, close second being Mighty Thor and Harley Quinn and the Gotham Girls. Very funny with those ones. Oh gosh. This was just it was, a golden, oh, that was, it was a golden time.
1: Else and say, What If. Actually, so, yeah, my, my one of my favorite favorites is Else and What If. Yeah, that's a good because one. Because the like I sat there for so long being like, How can I how can I do any of the, and then I was like Oh I can totally do Venom Thor and then i came up with like the worst possible looking little outfit. <laughs> this is so funny dude. Calder's just like a weird combo of uh like the two gun kid and i don't e- i don't even know kid flash man.
0: I'm, the, I'm kid yeah. flash. <laughs> I'm Bart Allen or whatever, barry who knows whatever the midwest or wild west flashes. It was hilarious. it was great. Um I think our I think our worst one was Superior Foes of Spider Man versus Joker's Wild. Uh or at least horrifying, in my opinion, uh, watching Simeon be the <laughs> uh what's it called? Devil Dinosaur. This is so bad. Uh and then I literally just wore a mask and then a shirt and then I used uh, a tool, an editor to put an A over my shoulders like it be anarchy. It was, uh,
1: it was bad. Was that one more disturbing? I don't know. I think a lot of the ones I've done have been kind of disturbing. There were some
0: disturbing ones. Yeah, you had some disturbing ones. The Gears of War was uh, maybe the worst Star one was the, um, the ship. Was... Yeah, Star Trek ship <laughs> one was nightmare fuel. Uh, that one was really bad. Yikes, this What else was like? A
1: Full aluminum hat. um Man, so know. terrible. Uh, all right.
0: Um, so which ones took the longest to do? Which costume took the longest, Simeon?
1: Oh, I will also say uh, my least favorite one that I ever did was Bioshock Infinite. There just was not a character that I played that made sense. And I tried to do whatever, like the weird blind man child thing that like has ears oh yeah I tried to do that and it just turned out real bad but um, which one took the longest Uh, it's gotta be because I made my own bald cap for it it's Mm. gotta be origins versus supernova when I dressed up as high father I think that's who it was high father yeah the guy in the chair. Um, I I made my own bald cap, and then I put like a ton of flour in my hair and my beard to make it appear white. The actual outfit did not take very long, but like just the the amount of time I took to try and make myself look old took forever. <laughs> um, let's see. A lot of these were like very quick, like Secret Invasion doing Doc Ock. That was two separate photos. But the one, like, the photo of, like, the front of Doc Ock is just me with a black shirt on and then a paper towel that I drew a tie onto. So it looks like I've got a white shirt, but that's just a paper towel. Um, Lobo from uh, the Superman set. I just had, you know, that was a lot of face painting. But other than that, like, I already had gloves and the vest and stuff. The haunted tank from the Batman set. Took me some time because I had to spray paint a tube green, and that was like the most effort that I put into that one. Uh, But yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these, you'd be surprised which
0: ones took. Oh, wow! I didn't know you spray painted. Wow, dude. Okay, I was like, (laughs) you'd be surprised which
1: ones of these took more effort because it's you know, sometimes it's like it looks like trash, but it actually took way
0: more effort than uh, you would think. So I'm gonna take away all the ones where I use my cosplay because that's just sort of cheating. Because, like, I didn't build that for the thumbnail. It took me months and months, and I definitely would not take months out of my time for a thumbnail costume. Um, that one would be the comedian, took me the longest out of all of those cosplays that you ever see here. But the thumbnail that I made purely for thumbnail uh, purposes that took me the longest. Uh, was the Iron Maiden one. And that was mm. trying to uh, figure out everything and get this weird hood that sort of almost looks like the Iron Maiden person's face. Uh, but yeah, the Iron Maiden one definitely took me the longest and I definitely um, redid a few times to make sure I got the pose correct on that one, for sure. So I, like, it, I think it's we both definitely did between, an okay job in that one, too. Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man,
1: the... Uh, your Colonel Stars and Stripes was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. You. The worst part is I tried to recapture the like the lean that he's doing on the sculpt, so it makes my yeah. legs look. Tiny they look so small compared dude, to my it's torso hilarious. because I'm leaning so far oh forward. Oh my gosh! Yeah, your legs look yeah. incredibly small. It's so
0: bad. Good it's it's hilarious. Uh, the second one also that took a long time was uh, Ratman, me getting all my stuff oh, yeah. for uh, for Ratman. And then I also found a little plushy rat to put on my shoulder. That was pretty fun. Um, yeah. Which one was the easiest to do? Uh, for me, the easiest one to make uh, were all the ones that I wasn't in it. Uh, so the easiest one was Deadpool and the X-Force versus Avengers Defenders War. I stepped out of my front porch. I said, hey, Bessie, um, and basically got a cow's attention to turn and look at me, and then I took a picture of her, and then that was it. That was probably the easiest one to do was to just go outside and take a picture of one of the cows. That yeah. was very so, convenient that they are also in a pasture near us at that time in their rotation.
1: Not counting uh, like Critical Mass and Legacy, where I just photoshopped different internet pictures over my head. Um, the easiest one... Man, Uncle Sam took... That was another one that took way too long because I tried to, like, age my... I tried to, like, make my beard white. And then I don't own a blue vest or hat, so that's all just, like, painter's tape that I tried to, like, make into the right shape. Um, I'm not going to count the one with my Wolverine hoodie because I've used that so many times. Oh, man. The easiest. You know what it was? It was... uh, Who's that guy from the Deadpool set? War of Light versus Deadpool. Um, oh, Tiamat? It? No, it's uh, like alternate universe Deadpool with the hieroglyphic stuff. Oh. Okay, I know what you mean. I can't remember his name right uh, his up, man uh, Ra- Yeah, I don't know either. He's got a knife. Uh, yeah, he's... I'll pull them up real quick just so I, I don't leave the listener who's sc- screaming T Ray. I um, was a T something. I was close. Yeah, T Ray. That one was Darn. actually very easy because I essentially just put my hair up in a like certain way, held like a knife, posed, and then that was like it, I had like a kimono on with like the sleeves rolled up. It was quite easy. Um, yeah, most of them were more intricate than that, but one that was surprisingly yeah. difficult was Superman and the Wonder Woman. I had to bounce oh, yeah. three candles on my head, and then I don't even think you can really even tell. Tell yeah. I was like, I
0: definitely couldn't tell that, dude. Um, then Malcolm asked, which one would you want to redo? uh it's for me it's easily wolverine the x-men i i did this terrible editing job to put a bald person's (laughs) top of their head on my head uh and then i used a tool to expand the girth of my body and arms to look like strong guy and it looks so bad oh my gosh (laughs) it's it's so bad it's it's terrifying and also the um the abundant uh farmer's uh uh, farmer's tan is also oh, yeah. bad uh, so yeah, it, yeah that was a rough like a one massive
1: Neapolitan arm yeah,
0: um, <laughs> yeah
1: it's rough one that I would redo I'd redo all the ones that I, I didn't really do anything for but let's see one oh Bioshock Infinite easily that one was just it was like late and I was like I don't know what to do to make this work And so I just, I just tried and threw it together and it just did not work. I was even like, I used a mannequin head on top of my head. So my head was like actually like the, the collar of the shirt. And then the mannequin head was like supposed to be in the gold area of like the, it just, it, none of it worked the way I was expecting it to. And then I was just like, I cannot put more effort into this. I am so exhausted with trying to make this work.
0: Um and then since you dressed up with the sets you played, which sets would you like to do a cosplay instead that you didn't do last time? So basically, if we had to switch sets for cosplay reasons, which one would you like to do? Um, that is a good question. That is a really good one. I'm trying to think of, like the characters Simeon played in each set. Which ones like I would have enjoyed cosplaying from? You know, that'd be kind of like the different, uh whatever. I um. I honestly really don't know. That's pretty tough.
1: Uh, I'll say, um, Age of Ultron would have been like a fun challenge. Out of like yeah, the, the figures I definitely I can only
0: remember a few of the figures that would you would not have done Doctor Demonicus. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. A Fear itself would have been cool. You Know Simeon did speedball, <laughs> which was funny. Um, but I think he yeah, had some other cool characters, could have been so fear itself was cool. Uh, crisis, I, I wouldn't have minded being a uh, Uncle Sam, although I liked Simeon's Uncle Sam very much, but that was very funny. Uh, so yeah, that was a good time.
1: Yeah, yeah, pose, yeah, I definitely...
0: yeah, yeah. dude. Uh... I now that I'm like looking through these thumbnails, I'm mad at myself for not cosplaying sooner. Because I'm like, oh man, it would be cool <laughs> if I was in uh, whatever several of these costumes. Oh, your Aries is terrifying. I forgot that Aries yeah.
1: looked like that. <laughs> Yikes! Just, just your like eyes nose and eyes yeah. popping out of his so mouth in a way that it was not oh, meant man. to. Um, to yeah. be fair, I didn't do like a true cosplay. I mean, I, technically, Ultimates versus uh, Mutant Mayhem, but. That was just like I, I threw a hoodie on. Um, it wasn't until Armor Wars, and then your first cosplay was only... I it's say, pretty only late like in the game.
0: It was seven, almost six halfway six through. Later. Yeah. Um, yeah, my first so quote-unquote cosplay, t- I do DC 75th, and then I do this horrifying uh, juggernaut <laughs> where I duct tape my face. It looks really
1: bad. Giant Size X-Men would have been a fun one to try. Cause there was a couple yeah. that's been in there, but yeah, some of these were just, you know, the characters that we got votes for were just like, I would just sit there and I'd be like, I can't think of a single way to do any of these. You know, oh yeah. That kind of thing. Like doomsday from uh, justice, the original <laughs> justice league set. I have no idea how it would have done something like that. Um, mm-hmm. and like, I'm pretty sure I did the two gun kid for the Avengers set Dude, and that was hilarious, man. The only reason so I did that was he was like the the most normal-looking character that I played, so I was like, man, I guess I have to do this guy, which he actually works pretty good. I think that's another character yeah. that got better with the new rules. Um, uh, probably. Because he was already better by, like, 2017 rule standards. Um, Let's see. Then last question. Which future
0: Thursday Throwdown games... That are you looking to make into thumbnails dude pretty much uh as far as future games go let's see uh so in the future so far we just have like empire and then a few other ones uh rise and fall and a wonder woman so for Wonder woman hopefully in for wonder woman i would be pretty excited honestly to do uh what's it called did you guy garner uh, again, just like an instantly use another guy gardener, but I actually do want to make a red lantern guy gardener costumes. That'd be cool. And then as far as like Empire goes and Rise and Fall, as, like for Empire, definitely that Phanos Captain America is funny. Yeah. So stuff like that. But obviously there's not a lot of future sets that we can do because we only know what's coming out. We don't know, yeah, don't know modern, a ton of stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, Mimic would be fun to try something like Weapon Hex or Diamond Patch would be interesting. Um the ultra taste deadpool, of course, would be if you could somehow pull it off with like a giant actual cake or oh, goodness. Uh, you know, just photoshopping a cake. Those kind of things would be cool. Um but yeah, then there's there's just like a ton of stuff that's not fun in those sets. So I don't know, maybe it'd end up being Hellfire Club Guard and I just make like a weird face mask. Yeah. Sure. Um and then that's it
0: for Malcolm. Next up we're gonna go in some listener questions from our Discord. Lulu Luke, Luke says, Despite the fact that it has yet to be released, I'm gonna make a bold statement and says, Bots to rise and fall. With that let's talk empire. to recruiter and follow up. Uh all we can do is speculate. What would these powers ideally be for you? And what do you think WizKids will do with them instead? Uh you do empires, you have more characters to rally. Brand new mechanics like recruiter and follow up. So, follow up, I honestly, I'm going to assume that when a friendly character hits, it, they can then free action move uh, another character that can maybe see the friendly character or something yeah. like that, you know? Just sort of like a, a movement. Something like
1: the Giganta retaliation where it kicks off from a Wonder Woman hitting so not ne- like not necessarily as good as that where it's like you can cross the map but yeah if it's like um if a friendly character named x or you know with this keyword hits and you can see like the opposing character like free make a range attack something like that where it like gives you that would be that would be the only thing i can understand follow up to be cuz what uh, what else could it possibly be other than an additional attack like a follow up attack is literally the only thing that would make sense and clicks to me Um, a follow up perplex Uh, recruiter we kind of talked about this we did talk about
0: it so I think I feel feel pretty comfortable skipping it just like yeah Yeah. hopefully it's not just keyword cheating uh, but we'll see Alex uh, says, feel free to ignore this question if you don't have an answer, but have you ever had a team that you loved playing, but you would rather WizKids never made a particular figure that made it even better because the figure wasn't fun to you. Uh, Of course, he means this in a competitive sense, like if you don't want to play Tri-Sentinel in casual, you know, you can just not. So basically, was there ever a team that you made that you were like, I can't quite play it in casual because there's one figure that is just too good. And honestly, no, I guess not. I don't think I play a lot of teams like that anyways. I think when I build casually, they end up just being bad teams naturally just because I'm being like, oh, this character, this character, this character, this character, that's it, you know? Yeah. I've never once been like, oh, I, I've i normally had a pretty good head on my shoulders to be like, oh, I'm not going to build with like Unimind. Well, not that I ever even built with Unimind ever, but like in casual especially, you know, so like... I wouldn't worry too... Yeah, I can't really say I really have much of an answer for that one.
1: Yeah, of course, this is in a competitive sense if you don't want to play Tri-Sentinel. Tri- Tri- um, a team that I loved playing... I mean, to be fair, like the most competitive team that I really enjoyed, that I like actually enjoyed and was fairly competitive, was WWE... And so far, uh, hey, Kenny Pena, uh, dolphin lover and friend, where's that set? Where's Wave 2? I don't know. So, yeah, that's, uh, uh WWE's like my favorite competitive slash fun for me team. And yet uh, I can't answer this question because I don't know if WizKids will ever make another figure that fits that team. So, who knows? Um, And then casually, yeah, like, I tend to just gravitate towards figures that I haven't played either recently or at all. And so, that usually, like, within a couple weeks of play, that'll put me towards, like, the bottom barrel of... Just kind of, like, very casual figures. Like, very, like, only good in a casual setting. I still try and look for, like, thematic or uh, kind of, like, synergistic kind of, like, teams. You know, I I still, like, look for, like, somebody to carry me, somebody to TK or prob, those kind of things. But I don't, like, force it on the team. (laughs) If it's not there, it's not there.
0: Yeah, honestly, I'm kind of the same way. And some of the times I just I forget to be like, oh, I guess it's it's no problem. This team. Whoopsies. Didn't even think about, you know, stuff like that. Uh, Chance McCall says, if you and Simeon, I suppose by you, he means Calder and Simeon were on the hit TV show. Hell's Kitchen. Which one of you would be told to turn in their chef's jacket first? Interesting. I want to say Calder. (laughs) So yeah honestly here's the thing i don't do a lot of uh i don't do a lot of cooking i'm not um i'm not like people have like seen me make food and it's like oh are you gonna put anything on that i'm like what no it's it's cooked i'm like yeah but it's just like a pound of ground beef and i'm like yeah i'm gonna gonna eat it it's like oh are you gonna (laughs) like gonna eat it with anything else i'm like no i i I put salt and pepper on it it was cooked in butter and they're like oh okay to be fair, but, butter uh, is
1: a very good seasoning. It's very yeah. Good.
0: So I um I get by with seasoning. like whatever you know. I bet if we look into I's kitchens. To be fair, I live with my brother. Simeon is not. Um. So if we if we look into our kitchens, it's like I've got like eggs. I have like sliced ham and turkey. I have a bunch of different beef from the ranch, frozen chicken, and like bananas and milk and whatever. Like I'm just like I've got the bare essentials. I have my Two or three breakfasts I like to make, which is like potatoes, egg, sausage or bagel, egg, sausage, sandwich, breakfast or omelet or like whatever. I got my three breakfasts. I have my four or five different lunches I like to make, you know, rice, beef, rice, chicken, beef, bagel, um, burger, you know, like whatever. You know, I've got my two or three different dinners, which is steak or something else, you know, like I don't. I'm not like a cooker. I don't cook a lot of things. I don't really care. I've got I don't have guests over. I don't go grilling. I don't have anyone to show off to. Um, It's just me. And I like to eat the food that I eat. So it's yeah, yeah, I think I would definitely uh, turn in my chef's jacket first. They wouldn't. They'd be like, oh, you've showed up. Cool. You can just uh, go out first episode as soon as you feel. Calder
1: does not own a walk. And I do own a walk. I do not own a walk. Correct. I think that answers the question if I uh, maybe it says.
0: is. Maybe it does. Uh, if a certain venue owner and his son who have a good hero clicks tournament had to had a TLC match versus two members of a podcast from the Pacific Northwest, who would you bet on? Also, who would go through a table? So a table ladders uh, chairs match. I think is is it normally whoever goes through table losers or is that just a normal just table match? That would just be a table match a TLC table match.
1: match. Think I want to say it still like involves a pin, like t- tables, mm. ladders, and chairs exactly. are allowed. Yeah. It's essentially like hardcore match. But so in the ladder match, you have to climb a ladder <laughs> to reach the belt or case or like whatever. In a table match, you have to put your opponent through a table and to win.
0: Normally, uh, TLC is like. Tornado tag or crazy tag rules, right? right? Where just everybody's legal at the same time. There's no actual like tagging happening. It's just team, basically a team fight. Um, the members of the Pacific Northwest show. Um, I don't know. Uh, let's see. There, there's one person from the Pacific Northwest who I know has a podcast. That's Jeff Polier. Um, but I don't think that's what he means. I think he means people from the Eagles cast. I listened to the first. Uh, episode I ever listened to the Eagle cast the other day it was a little confusing not gonna lie um, they have a lot of people on their show so I don't know which two members we'd be using nor do I nor have I ever seen them in person so when it's a physical competition you kind of got to look at like someone's physique and tell whether or not they're athletic um, so I don't really know who would win honestly they drink a lot of beer which means they're probably pretty slow
1: no offense <laughs> but just I <laughs> I definitely don't think they change, are. Uh, does this change your opinion Calder what if I told you that a certain Brian Dormamayer, uh Dormamouse was also a ranch hand? Is he really? Well, he does own ranch land. His, his family does own ranch land that he does work on occasionally. So, <sighs>
0: then I am very much biased then. I am one now 1000% biased to say that they would win. Sorry sorry uh see, see certain it. people that own a I venue that
1: would uh, i knew that would turn you yeah
0: that really that really did it that really did it i don't like the whole hipster vibe and the beer of the week is super cringy for someone that doesn't <laughs> like alcohol so like i don't i totally don't care for the whole hipster camping Simeon bruce vibe
1: their podcast has whoa, whoa. but uh, <laughs> this, yeah the eagles have a very simian bruce vibe to them if you could sum <laughs> up with with one word it would be <laughs> I very so. simian brucey um <laughs> is that not accurate do you think that is not accurate <laughs> Uh, I just think they would not think that that's very accurate, and uh, I'll appreciate their opinion on that. That uh, if if Brian does listen, because I think he's the only one that would. Um, oh, thank you, Brian. I will say I'm I'm gonna look at this as like the Dudley Boys versus the NWO because I think a a certain venue might have uh, people piling out of the woodwork to like help them cheat to win, like the NWO used to. But uh, you know, you know what? Those Dudley Boys—they they could uh, pack a punch. They could put a people through a table, multiple peoples through multiple tables. I think they—I don't know. Do they still have like the the highest record of most tag team championships? It's got to be close. Yeah, I, I think it's got.
0: Yeah, no. They were just they did so much they worked so much you know they probably do honestly they probably do um chance off if the rowdy verse were to take on managers um who would be wh- what would be some other creators that you would want to collab with uh, so this is obviously in reference to our extreme rules personas the uh, rowdy ranch hand and the billion clicks Bruce for the rowdy verse here um which is our WWE just wrestling style way of playing hero clicks? If we had managers, what would be other content creators that we would want to collab with to like be our manager? That's really that's really interesting. Um, you know, I don't know if there's anyone that necessarily fits my theme super well as far as like being a manager goes.
1: Um, hey, there, if we're counting, I think there could be. Uh, it could be. So for, See, for the everyman, saying... <laughs> the, everyman uh, the rowdy ranch hand, everyman, I think uh, a certain Ed Shelton would be a great voice of the people kind of backer. For that could you. be cool. I, um, you know, me and
0: Ed get along. I think that'd be really cool. So I actually would dig that.
1: But uh, much more experienced, kind of like managerial. Sure. Able to like yeah. show you okay. the ropes. Um, for me... For, for the billion clicks, Bruce. I don't think he needs it. I think he he's the he's the manager of himself. He would be.
0: Yeah, like, I feel like what, he would recruit somebody who, else to
1: manage. Right. Who I would I think he has minions. He's not like, you know, um, if we were to go into like the past of like his upbringing, I could think of like you know some people that might have helped him along the way become who he is, the evilness that he is. Um, but as far as like where he stands now. I don't think it would make sense for him to have somebody that he takes advice from, because if if he is anything, if Billion Clicks Bruce is anything, it is definitely a man that does not take advice from other people.
0: Yeah, sure. I I definitely see that for your guy. I, I see it a lot. Uh, the last one we have on Discord, and then we can wrap the show up here. Is James says, "Are you guys into film musical scores? If so, which comic book movie has the best?" I know a more recent one, but Spider-Man has it for me. So it says Spider-Verse has it for him. The only reason I don't like Spider-Verse's score is because I I absolutely hate the song Sunflower. The next time I hear that song, I'm shooting whatever speakers playing it. They used to play it in the gym all the time, and I, I hate Sunflower. I cannot stand Sunflower. No, it sucks, dude. It sucks so bad. There might have been other good music in that movie. I honestly have no idea. Um, but Spider-Verse is a great movie. Sunflower just really, really sucks. Um What's a movie musical score that I like? Uh, Watchmen. Not like the score where it's like just the weird music with no lyrics. Because I don't really like listening to music without lyrics. That's not I, don't, I can't derive any joy from that. Unless it's like Endgame, you know, where it's right. portals and you're like, yeah, man. Or like Star Wars. Like obviously, then like Star Wars, like it feels iconic. But for comic book stuff, I think the Watchmen has cool songs that they use to represent Different scenes except for Hallelujah, they use Hallelujah in the worst possible <laughs> way, and it sucks.
1: But besides that, besides oh, Hallelujah, there was then, a secret then, gold.
0: No, dude, they butchered used. no,
1: used, <laughs> no, no, no,
0: no, no, no. But, but like the uh, opening, the times they are changing, yeah, that's perfect. I think that's perfect. So, um, as the
1: like first a first time I fan I, uh, of uh, Across yeah. the Universe, which is like a <laughs> a film that adapts Beatles music into like a storyline. Um, yeah, I really like the, the Watchmen music because it's like kind of, kind of period, typical kind of music, like stuff that kind of fits like the, the mood and environment, but not necessarily like the right timeline stuff, which doesn't really matter to me, but yeah, it's cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, hopefully that sort of answers your uh, question, James. We, um, that's going to be it for the show, guys. Really quick, I'm going to read a Jedi Legend Hero Clicks tip of the week. You don't want to sell me death sticks.
1: I don't want to sell you death sticks.
0: You want to go home and rethink your life? I want
1: to go home and rethink my life.
0: Jedi Legend says. Uh, You might keep playing it the old way colossal stamina, but masters of evil has changed again in 2021 when adjacent uh, Friendly character makes an attack negative one to opposing defense. It's like the police team ability, but you're close So yeah, we saw this if you ever played the old Hydra Wolverine He did this with the Hydra team ability made it for close instead of ranged and now that's just sort of how masters of evil works Which is pretty cool So, yeah, guys, uh, definitely keep that up. Uh, If you want to support Dial for Heroes, you can do so on Patreon.com. Become a member. Be entered. You can ask us questions like how they do. And you can also just send us an email or send us a message on Facebook or Twitter if you have questions. Uh, email is dial h for heroes at gmail. com but of course the Patreon gets you access to things like tokens and stickers and all sorts of fun stuff I made a bunch of rise and fall tokens uh we're slowly working on getting pogs ready uh for the Wonder woman set and we might have some pogs maybe for uh for rise and fall I think it's just Kotick. is that right Simeon so there probably won't there might be a pog there might be a pog that's the that's the I bear know that cub. the little to red guy yeah um i yeah but I yeah, think yeah everything
1: yeah. else has a bice like an actual figure so yeah yeah i think that, that's so um the only one yeah i can think of
0: that's a it's all sorts of cool stuff you can get on our patreon we also do uh giveaways every month if we would have gotten the 200 dollars last month we were going to give away uh fulcrum ominous it'd be like that sometimes we weren't able to do it but of course uh and then all of that Patreon stuff just goes right back into the podcast. It pays for the podcast, it pays for Patreon rewards, it pays for Simon and I to make videos and all that fun stuff on YouTube. So we want to make sure it all goes back into the show because that's what it's all about. So that's all I've got to say. Thank you guys for listening. And I really hope you enjoyed the show. I never said that. It sounds dumb when I'm like, Yeah, oh, I hope you enjoyed the show. I'm like, what why would I ought say that? It's stupid.
1: Bah, 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 bah. Right, let's get on with the show. Uh, yeah, so speaking of hating things that you enjoy, you know what you need in your life? More hero clicks. <laughs> what a great segment. Uh, and yeah. you know who can help out with that? Coolstuffinc.com. They happen to be our sponsor, but you know what? They're also a pretty decent company to work with. Speaking of cool stuff that you can buy and uh, subscribe to for life you should check out coolstuffinc.com where they've got the coolest Heroclix singles and sealed products uh, soon to be releasing this X-Men Rise and Fall set if it ever comes out, whiz kids, We'll see. Uh, but yeah, code DIAL5 will get you 5% off. And then once you beat that 5%, you can, you can go your own way, my friend. You don't need us anymore. You're too powerful for this podcast. Check them out. CoolStuffEak.com Happy Trails! So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction my advice to you is
0: seek professional hero clicks now. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game? Like the 100? Instant deadpan humor. Over 6 people think
1: I am funny. It's a hard day's work. Not that you know anything about that. Which you absolutely It's not witcher nonsense. I'm gonna make hero clips like that forever. Are (laughs) you kidding me? (laughs) Hey, Google, back simple. Let's attack Jimmy because he's a jerk. Wow, wow, wow.